0: I'm Toby, and welcome to the Pure Property Podcast with Track Capital, where we talk about all things property and property investment. The aim of the podcast is to give you our industry insight and knowledge in bite-sized chunks to help investors to invest intelligently. So we're nearly through the first quarter of 2022. So I thought it'd be a good time to have a look at what condition the current market is in and we've just had the latest home track uk house price index report through so i thought it'd be a really good opportunity to go over exactly how the market is performing so we're basing all this on data not just hunches although i will give my opinion on some of the data and the circumstances that's currently taking place in the property market But that said, uh, we will focus on the data specifically. So let's start with UK house price inflation. So the average UK house prices actually rose by 0.9% in the three months to January. So that took the annual rate of growth to 7.8%. So this means year on year the property prices are going up by 7.8% and that is the UK average. So, Liverpool, Nottingham, and Manchester are leading the way in the major cities in terms of house price growth. Liverpool 10.3%, Nottingham 9.1%, and Manchester 8.8% growth. So, all performing very, very strongly. And even London, that has a nice steady increase of 3.1%, which is really promising to see. So 2021 was actually one of the busiest markets um, that we saw with exceptional house price growth. And we are starting to see that growth ease slightly. And I do mean ever so slightly because the growth is still very, very strong, but we're just starting to see it taper off slightly. Now, and as you can see the the major cities that i just mentioned are still experiencing very very strong growth as well and i don't see that going anywhere anytime soon and when we look at growth on a local level there is disparity there so the, the number we gave of 7.8% is the uk average but when we look at a local level you have liverpool for example as i mentioned 10.3% growth then take Aberdeen in Scotland, that has a decline of 0.3%. So, massive disparity there. And what are the reasons causing this disparity? So, it's a a mix of factors such as working practices, property types, and affordability. Now, moving on to one of the main factors driving the house price growth that we're seeing at the moment, and that is supply. As it stands and I've said this I think every time I've done one of these reviews of the reports and usually when I'm speaking about the property market in general over the last couple of years there is a massive massive supply and demand imbalance there and it's not going away anytime soon now demand in February is up 75% On the five year average with stock supply down 43%. Now, saying that, new supply of stock is actually up slightly in January and February compared to 2021. So, this might be where we're seeing a slight easing on uh, property price growth. And that's a slight, it is very, very slight. But yes, this may be one of the reasons why we're seeing a small easing in price growth so we have more movers and landlords listing their homes for sale which is very positive but what I will say is there is still a massive shortage out there and also when we're looking at stock and uh, breaking it into different types of properties what we can see is there still is a very big shortage of uh, terraced, semi-detached and and detached properties, especially in comparison to uh, apartments. But that said, apartments have actually still seen their highest price growth since 2017. So there is a lot of demand for apartments at this moment in time. And that's probably where we're seeing COVID restrictions go completely. So you've got working professionals and uh, the demographics that are attracted to city centre locations flooding back in because everything's opened back up. People are going back into the office. So of course, that means apartments in city centre locations are going to be in high demand, not only for purchasing purposes, but also for rental purposes as well. And I think we will see this continue on as well. So this data and information is from HomeTracks report and on their reports they always give their outlook in how they see the market moving forward. So let's go through how they see it and then I'll give my opinion as well. So they're saying that they see new supply is starting to turn uh, and the speed at which the market is moving means that in January, around half of the properties that sold went from listing on the market to moving to sale agreed or sold subject to contract within three weeks. It's a very, very fast time frame there. And then when we compare that to last year, it was only around a third of properties That progressed uh, this quickly through the purchase process. So that shows there's a lot of appetite there for these properties. As soon as they're coming on, they're going uh, pretty much straight away. They're saying this underlines that it will take some time to start to rebuild the total stock of homes in the market. Last year, they note that some 1.5 million property sales were secured and even as stock levels declined you had very determined and willing sellers and buyers that were able to agree purchases. So the market will move more smoothly when there is more choice for buyers so when there's more stock on the market. And this is why the rebuilding of the pipelines is very, very positive as movers are always more willing to list homes when they can find a property to move on to themselves. What movers don't want to do is when they're looking on the market, they can't see many properties that would suit their needs. So that just means they're not going to list their property because they think, well, there's no point. I'm not going to be able to find a property if I'm moving up the ladder, for example. um, I'm not going to find a property, so what's the point of selling mine? I'll wait till more comes on the market. And that wait means their property doesn't come on, which limits limits stock even more, which then has a knock-on effect. So that's what we don't want to see. Um, More stock on the market makes a more smoother market. They also note that changing sentiment in the market as a result of the evolving economic conditions um, will potentially cause another slowdown in listings as potential movers and sellers start to adopt a wait and see approach because there's uncertainty in the market. But what they do say is in the face of such high demand that we're experiencing including that of first-time buyers who don't need to sell anything there will still be the opportunity for these transactions to take place they're saying this year that's the rising economic headwinds that we're seeing play out at this moment in time uh, including the increasing cost of living and the rising mortgage rates will potentially start to put the brakes on house price growth And global uncertainty and volatility resulting from the invasion of Ukraine by Russia will have economic impacts around the world, which will include the UK. HomeTrack are forecasting around 1.2 million home sales this year, which is a decrease from 1.5 million that we saw in 2021. And they are predicting that average house price growth will be between um, plus 2% and plus 4% at the end of the year. Now, my take on what I think we could see when talking about the property market is, again, touching on the supply side of things, supply and demand in my eyes is, again, this year going to be one of the main driving factors for the property market. And I think that this is going to counteract a lot of the economic pressures uh, to an extent. So uh, the war on Ukraine by Russia um, and the rates of inflation that we're starting to see and mortgage rate rises, etc. Although these are factors which may affect the property market as it's um, uncertain times, higher cost of living could price people out of the market what i do feel is that demand is so high and supply is still so low that property prices will continue to grow will they be as strong as last year i don't think so but I don't think we're going to be too far off in in all honesty. So I do think that is something to consider. Now, I, I believe the Bank of England announced that they weren't going to look to ramp up the interest rates aggressively anytime soon. And any rate rise they will do will be um, incrementally and sort of over a period of time, because again, they don't want a shock to the economic system if they ramp up the interest rates. Uh, of course, they have to factor in and, and control inflation, but I don't think they're going to go too over the top on that because they know the damage and effect that it may have. Um, And yes, we're still waiting to see what the impact of the the horrible, horrible war that we're seeing going on uh, on Ukraine at the moment. Um, We'll see what the impact of that is likely going to be later on down the line. Um, But even with all those um, economic uncertainties and variables that are out there at the moment, I still think the property market will remain strong. I mean, look, Brexit, COVID-19. didn't dent the property market too much, so I don't think this um, will, will have uh, an effect uh, too negatively on the property market as well. So as it stands at the moment, I'm forecasting around a 4 to 5% increase in house prices this year. So above what HomeTrack are predicting, and I'm, I'm probably swaying more towards the 5% side of things as well. Also, I mean, this this is just a report. What's it like on the ground at the moment? Well, I can tell you firsthand, I was out viewing in Liverpool to purchase uh, a couple of properties um, on the secondary market. And it was crazy. You had people queuing up for viewings. So where estate agents are so busy, they are literally saying, you have to view on this day at that time. Otherwise, you can't view. And when you are going at that day and that time, there's queues of people. I'm not even joking. Some of these estate agents were, were acting like bouncers, checking your name and making sure you're the right person viewing the property. Um, so Lord knows what kind of problems they may have and why they have to do that. But hey, um, so yes. And then when you're in there viewing, obviously you've got all these people viewing with you. Um, you've got to view around quickly. And then as soon as you leave the viewing, if you call back the next day, To give your feedback or even express your interest and put an offer forward, I would probably say I think nine times out of ten, there were already offers on the table and they were always exceeding the asking price. It was crazy. I was speaking to one investor who um, was asking me how I'm seeing the market. Obviously, I spoke to him and he was telling me that he's been looking to buy in Liverpool for 18 months and hasn't been able to buy anything at all. So, yeah, it just just shows what the market is like. And again, that is a very localized example, but there's the many, many other areas that are like that. Um, I know um, specifically, and again, when speaking to, to investors out there um, and colleagues and people within my network, I know that's how the market is in a lot, a lot of places. And again, this is one of the reasons why I had a client who, who's, who's got some new build and off plan properties for us here at Track Capital. Uh, they, they went to to sort of diversify their portfolio a bit and wanted to get a sort of secondary market freehold property and they just couldn't do it. And they were offering £10,000 upwards over the asking price and still missing out. It's just crazy because what you have to remember is you're up against first time buyers, you're up against investors, you're up against cash buying investors who are just throwing their money at these properties. And they're the ones which are really ramping up the price because, because they don't have to worry about a mortgage survey down value. And it's just like, look, I'm, I'm buying it. I'm buying it with cash as long as it's not falling down and, and um, that's all OK. I'm going to buy it. So that is um, yeah, definitely what we're seeing on the market at the moment. So just something to bear in mind. And I think when you read this report and when you go through the data, you know, you get a sense of that the market at the moment is very strong and moving very, very positively. But when they use sort of connotations, which are slightly dampening, such as the easing of house price growth, you might start to think, Oh, is the market is it turning? Oh, is it is it gonna dip? Oh, what's going on? No, it's not. What they're just highlighting is that it's starting to level off. You can still see that the house price growth is on the upward trend. So it's still a very good time to get in the market. I even had somebody ask me today, literally today, um, is the market going to crash? In my opinion, as it stands at the moment, no, uh, I don't see that anytime soon. And yes, we draw back to the fact that there are some sort of market and economic um, factors out there, um, variable and external, uh, that are still quite uncertain. Um, But as it stands at the moment with the fundamentals of the property market that are there, even with mortgage rates creeping up slightly, they are still at ultra low levels so still affordable for people to borrow yes it might sort of push a few people out the market but i don't think that that many um so yeah that that's my predictions as it stands my forecast at the moment in time is four to five percent increase in house prices this year and i'm probably leaning more to the five percent so that concludes this episode where i have reviewed the current property market conditions that we are facing i hope that's been helpful as ever if you have any questions please feel free to reach out we're always happy to help um, a member of the team will be in touch or even myself to discuss any questions you have whether that's about the property market in general or a specific investment you've seen um, through us or elsewhere i'm toby from track capital thanks for joining me and i'll see you next time bye bye.